0: welcome to the love kate podcast love kate is a seasoned teacher of the word of god an author and pastor of vision impact church a thriving church in ghana and now today's message there's so much going on in the world there's so much that church we cannot pretend we don't know there's so much it's heartbreaking how can an eight-year-old girl for instance go and say i want to be a boy i mean how and they, and they, they mutilated her and they cut her part of her leg to create penis for her you think it's in america no because you've no head it's all around us it's no one person oh watch out now you go into the shops, you get swimming pants for girls, they are for boys. Things have been erected in the panties. They are teaching, they are teaching our young children two years, four years to masturbate. I mean, how can you? This is not a time for you to be selfish when you go to fasting and prayer. I don't know how to pray. I told my husband when I hear these things, I don't even know what to pray. It's perplexing. It's, it's tiresome. It's, it's confusing. It's the same world God created. But God is calling on us. This morning for my quiet time, I was reading from Isaiah 32. He said, Complicent woman. And I went and read from different different translations. Lazy people. Stop being lazy. This is the time to rise up and pray that God will pour down his spirit. You say, oh, me, my, me and my children won't do that. <laughs> it's not somebody's idea. It's the devil's idea. So he can give it to you. He can give it to me. That is why we must rise up and be warriors. We are praying and we are fasting. Nehemiah said, I heard the walls are breaking. Some walls are breaking in your own house. Some walls are breaking in our nation. Some walls are breaking in your community. Some walls are breaking all around us. The walls are broken. So he said, When I heard it, I sat down and I wept. For some days I mourned and I fasted and prayed. Hallelujah. Write down the chapter 1, verse 1, all the way to verse 6, and I encourage you to read. Reason number two that we should fast and pray reason number 2. Acts chapter 13 reason number 2. Fasting and praying gives quick direction. Fasting and praying. We fast and we pray to seek direction. Which way should I go God? You say oh do I have to wait before I fast? Before I ask that question. You can ask any day. Because when you are going the voice of God is behind you saying this is the way we walk it. But there are certain major things you want to do in life. And maybe you are the one not hearing. At that place you are broken enough to be able to hear the voice of God. Hallelujah. Acts 13.2 While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas, and Saul for the work to which I have called them. That is major. What should I do in my life? Where should my children go to school? All manner of deep things that you are seeking. Use fasting as a period to hear. What ministry should I be in? Which ministry? Which way? Should I travel abroad? Should I not? One day in Genesis chapter 26, uh, Abraham's son, Isaac, Isaac, there was famine in the land. Sometimes you can make a mistake. If things are not working in Ghana, then you say, maybe I should go to England. Don't go to England when God has not sent you there. <laughs> but the, the gentleman was wanting to leave, to go to a better, a greener pasture. And, and, and God said to him, don't go. When you are seeking such important direction, which school should I go? Which, which subject, which profession, which business? please make time and seek the face of God as they were worshiping and fasting the Bible did not tell us they asked which way give us direction but the answer tells us that God had told them or they have asked the question before God was saying maybe they were asking God which of us should go to where and God says set a path for me Barnabas and Saul to the work to which I have called them number three reason why you should fast and pray. It gives you in the time of seeking security and protection. Fast and pray. When it sounds like a nation is insecure. You can't trust police. You can't trust military. You can't trust anyone. You can't trust politicians. You are by yourself. You can't trust father. You can't trust mother. It's like you are open up. Just as Nehemiah Heard that the walls were down. Without walls, you are ajar. If you need security, it's a time to call on God. Protection. And each day we need protection. How many times haven't we heard people have all the electric fences around their house. But still, without the protection of God, without the security from the Holy Spirit, people find ways of going to cause havoc. The Bible says... Acts chapter 14 verse 23 the Bible says Paul and Barnabas appointed elders for them in the church and with prayer and fasting committed them to the Lord in whom they put their trust. Security. When you place yourself in the hands of God, you are secured. As a child of God, where you must be is not by yourself. Don't think I'm smart enough. No, don't think so. I'm smart enough to take off my affairs. Put your trust in him. Ezra chapter 8 for protection and security. Verse 21. There, by the Ahava canal, I proclaimed a fast that we might humble ourselves before God. Before God. Before God. You humble yourself. The easier way to go up is to go down. If you truly want to go up, seek for how to go down. Fasting and prayer breaks you down. And it allows God to say this, my child. It's time I lifted him up. Hallelujah. So that we might humble ourselves before God. And ask him for a safe journey. Remember fasting. Guaranteed security and protection. Ask him for a safe journey for us and our children. When you are fasting and praying for yourself, for your household, with your household, your children are guaranteed security. Sometimes we send our children to school. For instance, we change the school for our son. And he went to school in, in town. And, and within a week or so, I think the same week or second week, he came back and he keeps... Co- my stomach my stomach my stomach I had we not maybe we should have prayed we we took it for granted my stomach and we keep wondering what are you eating because this time is buffet at the school so what are you eating we keep asking questions but you see if we want to our families our homes our children as they go and they come the world is wicked who are they talking to what are they putting into themselves the people who are infesting them are also somebody's children. But if their parents don't know to raise them, train up a child the way he should go, if they don't know to train them in righteousness in the word of God, then they are opened up and the world and the, and Satan is out there infesting our children with evil thoughts, evil speech, they speak anyhow, and you are I am shocked. Even our church here. Sometimes I'm in the office and I hear some of the boys talking and I, my heart breaks. Are they in this church where we are teaching the word of God? Truth is going out. We are living by the truth. Shocking. Shocking. Things that our children should not talk. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it's better they are saying it and you are hearing that they are harboring it and they go somewhere else and leave what they are talking. Ezra said... I proclaim the fast so that there will be safety on the journey of this life. On the journey of this life for us and our children. With all our possessions, fasting and prayer secures your family, your children, your possession, your work. You are going out and you are coming in. Verse 22. He says, I like this scripture. I really like this. He said, I was ashamed to ask the king. To ask the king, to ask another human being to please help me. I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to protect us. And because I was ashamed to ask the king, The human king, I went to the king of king. And I want to end that reading. Read it all the way to verse 23. Verse 23, he says, So we fasted and petitioned our God about our safety and protection. And he answered our prayer. May somebody's prayer be answered. Number four. Fasting and prayer gives us a sharper supernatural edge to Counter demonic orchestration. Fasting and prayer done right. Not on hunger strike. Done in the word of God with much prayer. Gives us supernatural power to counter demonic orchestrations. It's important for us to understand that. Demonic orchestration don't happen in the abstract. It's not something that is flying somewhere. Always Satan will use something or somebody. Satan will incite people. The Bible says in Second Samuel, the last chapter, that Satan incited David to count the people. It was Satan who incited Judah to sell Jesus. It was Satan who incited Peter to rebuke Jesus and also to deny him. On and on in the Bible. You can be used against yourself. You can see people who, and it's among us. It's among us. It's everywhere. It's a human thing. You can see people who satan is using against themselves. A demon lives in them, and a demon uses them to frustrate their destiny. So many stories like that, which I won't go into. Esther chapter four, I like to read for verse six from verse 16. It says, go, gather together all the Jews who are in Susa, and fast for me. That's Esther talking. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king even though it is against the law. When was Esther calling this fast? It was when Hema was against the Jewish people. Hema was filled with Satan and he was against the Jewish people to destroy, to annihilate a whole society because of his own arrogance his own arrogance. Satan will incite people. But by fasting and prayer, Esther and Mordecai frustrated or God frustrated Haman. And I declare upon you this outreach. Satan will be frustrated by God on your behalf. I said Satan will be frustrated in the name of Jesus. Because you are fasting with a sincere heart and according to the word of God. Frustration is coming to your enemies. Hallelujah. Just as the Jewish people got their protection, they were, they were delivered from the plans of the evil one. Lastly, just for this teaching's sake, lastly, the last reason. Why we should fast is to entreat God, to beg God, to plead with the Lord, to turn the hearts of men toward us. That is called to give us favor. Favor. Entreat God. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 11. Lord, let your ear be attentive, attentive to the prayer of this your servant and the prayer of your servants who delight in revering your name. Give your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man. If you want some men to give you favor, if you want to succeed in life, God will use men, you know. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 and verse 26. The sinners will store up wealth and give to the wicked. But if you are not at that place of Knowing how you will be attractive for others to store things and give to you. Others to store things and give. God will use others for your sake. But you must put faith and prayer with fasting into expectation. As you fast and pray, you have high expectation. God, you said so. So as I fast and pray, let some men and some women be assigned to show me favor. So that I can succeed in life. May the Lord cause favor to come upon you as it was on Jesus Christ. Now therefore, what is the action we should take? I kept saying it as I was teaching. The action you should take or we should take as a church is to take opportunity of this upreach. Don't let this one pass by. Remember this year I've been saying because when we call 100 days fast, 30 days fast, 40 days fast. We have done that in the past. The Holy Spirit started breathing in my heart. They are not fasting. And God is now treating us like babies. So he said just fast once a week. So the whole year, that's what we have been trying to do. Sunday, retreat Sunday, to fast and pray. It has been awesome. We don't just do things, but we believe God has started nudging our hearts to go back and do upreach. 30 days of fasting and prayer. If you are sick, and you cannot do it, the rest of us will fast, it will cover you. Maybe you are taking some medication. It requires that you eat first. The rest of us are fasting and covering you. But if you are just lazy, don't be lazy. This is the time to cry out on God so he will pour out his spirit upon us. And as we overflow in the spirit, so also shall we overflow in every facet of life. Hallelujah. So the action is, by all means, join the fasting and prayer. And as we join, I know, I know, I believe that God is going to touch your life. Some of you, you are sick. Healing is coming to you. In fact, the healing will come even before you start the fast. Some of you, you are going through these things that reoccur. You get sick, you are prayed for, you go to hospital, it is well, it comes back, you get money, you don't know where the money goes, but I declare and I decree, as we enter this approach, certain yokes are going to be broken in the name of Jesus. And the blessing of God shall be poured upon your life and upon our church in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May you continue to walk in the overflow in this year. May God give you A zillion testimonies in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you richly. Shall we pray this morning? Bow down your head. Let us pray. Let us pray. I want to give you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Remember, the first trigger point is repentance. Repentance is turning away from what you have been doing wrong all the time to right. Turning from darkness to light. I don't know where you are. Maybe you are in church. Maybe you are looking at us from somewhere. Watching us somewhere. I want to give you an opportunity. I beg you. It was one Sunday on the 8th of August before I turned 16. I gave my life to Jesus. I have not been the same again. If you want to give your life to Jesus, it's a prayer and faith away. If you are here, lift up your hand. If you are watching this somewhere. Don't say, I've been going to church. I said, if you want to give your life to Jesus. I was in my Methodist church. I was a fine, so to speak, young girl, Christian. But I didn't know Jesus. If you are here, you know you don't know Jesus. You truly don't know him. You said it. You didn't mean it. Today, give your life to Jesus. Lift up your hand. Let me pray with you. Don't let satan keep you in sin and darkness i want to pray with you if you are here and you don't know jesus as your lord and savior Ah. shall we pray this morning with those who are receiving christ all of us shall say lord jesus i confess i'm a sinner will you please forgive me for all my sin please come into my life Be my Lord and be my Savior from this day on. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and help me to live to please you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember... Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.